More about Officership presents The Leader's Journey, a quick devotion to encourage you as a leader and equip you with tools and insight for your ministry. Hi everyone and welcome to The Leader's Journey. I'm your host, Chris Trotten. In this episode, we're continuing our series on The Lord's Prayer. Last episode, we unpacked the first word in this prayer, our, and today I'd like to take a few moments to consider the next word, Father. Now, the word Father can be a trigger word for some. The word can bring up ideas, images, expectations, feelings, and depending on our own experiences, these feelings might be positive or negative. So how do we define Father? What is the correct image of Father? Is it based on how a Jewish person in the time of Jesus would have related to their father within their culture? Or is it intended to be based on the relationship we have with our fathers? Or does it mean something entirely different? What does the idea of father represent in this prayer? And why are any of these questions important or relevant to us? Well, let me suggest that who we pray to shapes our prayers and expectations. And if we hold on to the wrong image of God the Father, it will hinder the level of freedom and confidence we can have in prayer. So let's first consider what would have came to mind for those in the audience when Jesus first taught this prayer. Then the expectations set up of a father in this prayer. And then finally, let's think through how we can understand this prayer as we pass it through the lens of Jesus' life and teachings. So, the original audience. The word Father in this scripture is not the Abba Father we often hear preachers speak about. This is not a Daddy God address or type of prayer. The word that Jesus used here simply means Father, as in parent or elder figure of a household. During the time of Jesus, a father in Israelite culture was regarded with high honour and respect. They were known as the patriarch of the family, that is, They were the ones with the final say over the household. They carried with them a sense of authority and ownership. They were also seen as the family priest in a sense. That is, they were responsible for developing a culture of worship and teaching Torah in their household. They also had the responsibility of providing for and protecting their family. The image of father is one of authority, respect, protection, provision, and lineage and it carries with it expectations to fulfill those roles. We see these responsibilities echoed throughout this prayer. In fact, Jesus instructed us to pray into these roles. Father, give us, speaking of daily provision. Father, forgive us, keep us in your household. Father, lead us, be the guiding governmental authority in our lives. Father, deliver us, protect us from the evil around us. Jesus cements the expectation that God the Father fulfills these roles in our lives through this prayer. But Jesus also wanted to lift our thoughts higher than that of an earthly father figure and fatherly role. He is our heavenly father. He is our father in heaven, not our natural earthly father. This prayer is not referring to the relationship that one might have between their natural father or how a father figure functions in their culture. This is a heavenly relationship. In fact, Jesus introduces God as a holy father. The word holy meaning sanctified, consecrated, sacred, set apart, different from. 
This father of ours is so completely different from all other fathers. Our heavenly father does not have an earthly equivalent. So that being the case, how can we know or relate to this understanding of our heavenly father? Well, we're lucky that we have the advantage of having all four gospels. In the very first chapter of John, verse 18, it says, No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father. He has made him known. The usage of the word known here is critical for us to understand. In its original language, known, or exegeomai, from which we get the English term exegete, means to explain, describe, show, and clarify. So Jesus came to exegete the Father for us. That is, to make God truly known to us, to give us a clearer and more accurate picture of whom God the Father is. In John 12:45, Jesus says, The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. Speaking to Philip in John 14, verse 9, Jesus says, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Hebrews 1, verse 3 says, The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. How wonderful is that? Jesus is the exact representation of God. What is true of the nature and character of Jesus is true of God the Father. If we put all this together, how we relate to God the Son is how we can also relate to God the Father. This can be very impactful for our prayer life. By praying to our Father, who is in heaven with a holy name, if we understand this through the grace and life of Jesus Christ, we can relate to God without any of the religious barriers or expectations that so often creates a barrier of trust between us and God. We can expect that God will fulfill and exceed the role of Father in our lives. And we can see God the Father as we see Jesus, as someone who is loving, caring, compassionate, and who listens to our prayer. That's our Father. Thank you for joining us today on the Leader's Journey podcast. If you liked today's episode, please feel free to share it with others and follow us on Facebook or Instagram. For more resources, please visit www.salvationarmy.com.au forward slash come alive.